let me go over my resume and, when, and see what I did to make this happen. Okay. Right? And I did that. I went to that retreat. Oh, and now, I'm now doing it in another way. What did I not do that made nothing ever happen? <laughs> Again, you're relevant in that also. <laughs> Even the idea of seeing here can be formulated into a way of looking. Don't, don't put it past the conditional mind. So what we're doing is looking at what we're not. Yeah. In that, those little minor revelations, or maybe a major revelation, there will be a quality of seeing that may really fire, yeah? like a spark, really fire, so that what's really emphasized isn't what's not happening, but the seeing of it. Yeah. And then when that becomes emphasized, there'll be a strange feeling after a while that the seeing has always been so at all times, no matter what mental gymnastics or physical gymnastics or condition or circumstances that were being seen, the seeing was always, 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 always so. It's so always so, it doesn't seem to be so to us, because our mind has a difficulty recognizing what's always so. Because it has a story about what it thinks is always so, which is you. (laughs) So its recognizing of what's really always so would undermine that story in a nanosecond. So it has a tendency, or like blindness, not to notice what's always so, because it has an idea that you're always so. And that recognition of what's always so would really, really cut the idea of being what you are at the root. So now, I'm not seeing that, so what we're going to do is just look at what's not happening. What's not happening, that little mental realm we talk about, looking at the parasite, looking at this, looking at the thoughts are not yours, feelings are not yours, they're just moving through this apparatus, being noted and seen, because there's consciousness there. And so we're going to try to look at what you're not, and in the looking at what you're not, there'll be a seeing... And that, telling the truth about what you're not, is being what you are, which is clear seeing. So now you've had an intimation of what you are by its activity, which is seeing, because you can never know it. It's not something to be known. This idea of knowing things here is so paramount in this realm, you can't apply that idea of, I want to know the truth. James is not going to know the truth. The eye is never going to turn around and see itself. There's no way you can see what you are. When that is that hits you, that's actually what you would call seeing what you are. Because the seeing what you are isn't like I, Paul, am going to see it. It's just the seeing. Seeing what you are is the seeing. That's what you are, and that's what it's doing. But you, as as an abstraction, or as a separate whatever, can never see it, because there isn't one of you. There's just seeing. So seeing, the seeing can't turn around and see itself. There's nothing there. There's just seeing. There's no one seeing. There's no one doing the seeing. There's just seeing. So when you look for it, 
you always, I always look for it with a contrived helmet of like a system. Yeah? And that system causes you to be blind to knowing what's always so. Because you keep looking to know it as you. You want to know what's always so as a you. There is no you. That desire to see it as a you is what's causing you to be unaware of what's always so. We talk about it, it's like the special somewhere, that as soon as there's a sense of being a special somewhere, everywhere becomes abstract to you. It becomes something that has no relevance in the world to you, only as an abstract spiritual thought. Oh, everywhere, yes, everywhere, all love and all like that. But you're not traveling like that all day. You're not entertaining that all day. Because there's an entertaining of everywhere as a special somewhere. Yeah? A special somewhere cannot entertain everywhere. What a special somewhere can do is entertain it's not a special somewhere. And that's everywhere. <laughs> but a special somewhere cannot entertain everywhere. Yeah? Because it would, the everywhere would be overridden by the special somewhere. That would hide the everywhere. But if you're not a special somewhere, that's everywhere. That's the way I like to go. It's like the back door method in a way. I don't want to say, oh, that's the truth. No, that ain't you. <laughs> what? That's the truth. Seeing that this isn't me, that's the truth. That's the activity of truth. What's the activity of truth? Seeing. What else is it? Yeah? The activity of truth is seeing. Is to see. So to know the truth is what, to me, is to see. But not to see as you, that's a way of looking. To see. And like St. Francis says, what's looking or what's seeing is what you're looking for. The what's seeing gets transferred or interpreted as, through this identification with the mental process, through this, what we call a you, which is an identification with a mental process. And then it turns into a what's looking. So the what's seeing is what you are always looking for. See? It's just a matter of interpretation. It's like you're expecting the message to be in English and it's in Arabic. You can't read the Arabic because you're looking at it from English. You're not getting it. Yeah? So what's seeing is what you are looking for. But I, you can even say what seeing is, is as you looking for, really. What seeing is appearing as you looking for. That would even be better. So what seeing is appearing as you looking for. So someone was trying to save you time saying what you're looking for is what seeing. Let's cut out the as you and it makes total sense. What seeing is what's looking for. What's the problem there? But what's seeing is appearing as you looking for. So every moment you're looking for, there's the example, the invitation of what's seeing. You don't have to look for it in a special way, because every moment of looking for is, being, is the revelation of what is seeing as you. So we're saying, all right, question the as you, 
and then the looking and the seeing, you won't see the difference anymore. The looking will reveal that it's seen. It's the you looking that makes it seem to be something other than seeing, because it seems to be you seeing. Yeah? You, so you become the subject of all subjects, which is seeing, and now you superimpose yourself prior to that, and now you are seeing, and <laughs> what's been submitted as the priorness blocks off recognizing the true source, because now you believe the seeing is you looking. And you're actually applying looking <laughs> to try to find what's seeing. <laughs> when every moment, that's what's seeing. <laughs> it's just appearing in your head as you, which causes it to be interpreted as looking. And looking here, because what it's actually missing is the seeing, it starts running around like a chicken without its head, looking for what? Something to re supplant or replace or substitute for the seeing. Has anything really worked in your life? So he attempted to make me save you time, which any great teaching does, hopefully, to save you time. He said, hey, what's looking is what you're looking for. Obviously, while you're looking for, wouldn't what's looking be demonstrated every moment there was any looking for? Of course it would be. But it's the you that causes it to be hieroglyphics. You don't understand it, because you, you're understanding everything from the point of view of self-centeredness, which causes you not to have any understanding at all.
you can't have a butterfly bite the way we have something else, you know, like a bar or a cookie. You have to give it a lot of space. That's having the butterfly. Well, that's what it's like, in a way. You now stop looking for so intently, and now you're seeing relaxing, you know, in a relaxed manner, so to speak. Because all the pressure of getting an advantage or finding something that's finally going to put you on the top or give you, get you or get that girlfriend or whatever you believe this is going to do for you. All those fake fruits have been forgotten and dropped and you stop reaching for it and all the illusory balloons have been popped and then there's just the sky seeing like it's always been. Not all because there's no past, but it's always been that way. So all my little shenanigans, no matter how many times I move the chair here into this space and take it out, I never had to replace it with space. The space was never even affected by the appearance of the chair in it, has it? I mean, a lot of famous asses may have sat on this chair over 50 years. A lot of incredible things may have happened from this chair. But if I lift this chair up, do you see any, any history of it? Is there any mark? Maybe on something like a floor, but that's, on, that's an also another appearance on space. So an appearance can only have an effect on another appearance here. The chair can sc- you know, scoff or mark the floor, but it's not scoffing the space, is it? I can't, it's not going to put a ding in, in, it can put a ding in this like counter, but it can't put a ding in the space, can it? So appearances can seemingly affect appearances, but do they affect the space they're appearing in? Yeah. I can shoot bullet, but the bullet doesn't, it seems to go up to, through space, but it doesn't cut this, I didn't kill the space, right? It doesn't hit anything until it hits a, an appearance, an object, right? Oh, then there's an experience, right? When the bullet hits the body, another body, then there's a resentment towards the other body that pulled this trigger, and then some cops come, and this body gets arrested, and that body dies, but really, what, in the space, is the story there, in a sense? So, there's waves, seeing waves, and wrestling with waves and having effects on other waves and making it seem as real as real can be to be a wave, but in a sense, it doesn't really change the ocean, does it? <laughs> no matter how much you huff and puff, you're really not that important as, a, as an object. Yeah? So literally, right could hurt me as this, but that punch doesn't hit the face of space as it's going to hit my face. It only stops when it hits my jaw. And then one, an experience happens here. But now, when it's going like this, it's just like a, a, a punch in waiting. You know, it's waiting to be a face. It's not really doing it. It could be like a potential punch. The mind conjures it up, brings it into reality by what? So the mind, entertaining separation, makes this place up. We're like a giant bumper car thing, and we're running into each other, looking for. (laughs) Creating experiences, having this and having that. And all of this turmoil isn't leaving one bit in mark on the space that it's appearing in. So to the space, does the appearance have any relevance? And for something to be an appearance, does space, have, does space have any relevance? No. The appearance cannot entertain the relevance of space. 
or it would lose its sense of appearance. The space never loses its sense of space by entertaining appearance. But the appearance, if entertained space, will lose a sense of being an appearance. Because the true nature of the appearance is space. The true nature of space is space. It's not of appearance. Yeah. But the true nature of appearance is space. So when the appearance questions its appearance and entertains I'm not that, what does it become more like? Space. How does that translate in the world of appearances? Traveling lighter. There's a quality that's missing in appearance, which is the space, which the appearance has to deny to be in an appearance. To hold on to the idea that I'm an appearance, I've got to forget my nature of space, or my appearance wouldn't be appearing to me as that. <laughs> hold on, hold on, yeah? So, <laughs> the, the, the appearance has to have denial of the space, because that's where it's from. And if it entertains where it's from, it'll lose its citizenship of where it is, seemingly, which is appearance. But the space can entertain appearance as much as it wants. It never changes its nature because its nature is of space and so is appearance. Yeah? So the nature of space is the same nature of appearance. Appearance is an appearance in space. It's space, let's say, taking form or shape. So the space has no need to deny appearance because it knows it's not. The appearance has a huge need to deny space because it doesn't want to know it is. Because if it did, it wouldn't be so much of an appearance anymore. It would lose that, that set of reality, right? that sense of it's so important for me as a wave to get ahead of these other waves and hit the shore first and get that fucking shell. So I'm not sure I'm bringing it back to where I am, which is the ocean. <laughs> but, <laughs> this is an entertaining of, I'm not the appearance. I'm not what is appearing, which are thoughts and feelings. So you can start with that. You can also just start with what is appearing and realize you're not that. And then hopefully we'll bring back to what you believe everything is appearing to, which is also an appearance. And I'm not that. One, then that's all you need. You don't need to say, I am this, because you'll be this as you're doing that. <laughs> because you're being this as you're doing this already. Yeah? So there's no need to go, oh, I am space. Or you got to say, I'm not that. You don't say it. You just Things get revealed, and there's a recognition, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not that, I'm not this. <laughs> because you have always been space. It's not like you are something, and then you give it up and then become something else. No. The you that thinks it is something and the you that thinks it's giving up is what disappears. It has never been real to begin with. It's an appearance. Yeah. I mean real meaning inherently different than everything else. It isn't. It's space. Yeah. So the appearance likes to live in denial of space because obviously it's a threat to what? It's appearance. So in recovery, you say, you've got to be willing to save your ass and your face. And many people think their face is their ass when they come in, because they're taking themselves to be the appearance, their face, instead of the space of their ass. When they start taking care of their space, then <laughs> they do a lot better than when they live for their face, which is the appearance. 
Because really what you're trying to live for is an appearance in your mind of a concept of you. So an appearance is trying to make another appearance real. Because for you to be an appearance, you have to be identified with what's appearing to be you. Which is with all these thoughts and this and that. Because there is no real you as that. So it has to be, an appearance has to be made by another mirror called appearance. So the mind is selfing all day, and in that mirror of selfing, there's an appearance of a you. A mental idea of a you. A long-lasting independent self-identity. This. So appearance, appearance, appearance. Mirror, 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 making up an appearance of something real. Yeah? So light has to be refracted. This way, this way, this way. And then when there's, oh, I feel like this. But it has to keep going. There's got to be the narration. It's got to be reinforced. Because there's got to be a, a, an application of new glue every, every day, seeming day, to rebind your mind to the idea of being a self. Because it's all smoke and mirrors. A house of mirrors. Hmm? Yes. But the house of mirrors is appearing in space. No matter how big the house is, it's not taking up any space. It's an appearance in space. You don't move space to move a house in, do you? I swear, they did not have to move space out of this room to put this wall in this room. The wall, really, is just an appearance in space. If you knock a little bit out of here, there, there would be, it would almost be like, space suddenly appeared when I took this piece of cement off. No, it didn't suddenly appear. It was always there. <laughs> yeah, it's not like, all right, bring the space in. I'm going to dig a hole in here and I'm going to fill it up with some space. No. This is an appearance, yeah? For mind, let's say mind is space, and right now mind is entertaining an appearance in it. This, and an aspect of mind has become identified with the, that appearance, and now sort of got lost in a sense in, that, in the world of shit and fans, you know, or in that hallway of mutants. And now it's trying to get out, but it can't get out as what is in. Self can't get out of self. Yeah? The whole point is to recognize you're not self, and that's being, quote-unquote, out of self. So, inherently space. With a rocket t-shirt on. Yeah? 
that you are what you're seeking. It's already so. There's no needing to polish it or you know, grind it to make it better. All of that is an activity of mind, working on an appearance. Yeah? Trying to make the appearance better. And yet, all the appearances have one failed or faulty point. They're not real. The space that they're appearing in is real. You're more you. If you were ever worrying about the true you, it would be space. <laughs> and obviously there'd be no need to worry, would there? Even the body that you're worried about, thinking how I'm going to be 20 years from now, you'll have a whole different personality 20 years. You're worrying for a complete stranger. <laughs> not going to be anything like you think you are now. Are you, are you like what you were thought, thinking of yourself as when you were a kid? <laughs> the thing that you were, you know, entertaining about, how am I going to be when I'm older, isn't this. You're not that person. Yeah. And same thing. See me sitting here worrying about how you're going to be. It's not even the you that's going to be appearing as a you. So, any, you have a question?